Ooh. Okay. There we go. Getting started. Um, maybe I should do. Uh, what are you doing? Putting my phone in my drawer. Oh, put the phone in your drawers. <laughs> so when so, it vibrates, you'll know. We've been recording a minute. Okay. So let's go ahead and get started. <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> you can send us an email at tsf at All right, everybody, that's right. This is the podcast that sounds funny and Today is the week of February 8th, 2022. We are in season two, show 15, show uh, episode 67. We're just cruising right along. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister telling it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are Terry and Jill. Terry, yeah. <laughs> My name's yeah. Terry. Yeah, that's where we go. What's how we roll around here? Five so, days till Valentine's Day. Yeah, it is our Valentine's show. Oh wait, I'm sorry, Super Bowl. <laughs> Super yeah. Valentine's Bowl. There we day. go. <laughs> Six days till Valentine's Day. So get As you today. A big nacho bowl was edible and fill it full of candy Valentine oh. hearts and licorice and stuff. Yeah. I, my dot device is trying to alert me to something, but anyway, um, yeah, Valentine's Day this week. I, I was looking, trying to find some Valentine's things that we could talk about. Like, really didn't have time to put anything together. Uh, but we'd like to start off with a segment we call "What's New," where we talk about recent stuff, classic family story, you know, reading what you're doing. So you guys have anything well, you want to kick off with? Well, just a few days ago, uh, well, actually, this happened right after our podcast last week. Um, uh, all the snow that I ordered for my birthday and Christmas finally arrived. Oh, our second longest podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea it was going to be that long until I edited it. Like, this is just going on. <laughs> <laughs> and so... We had all that snow. Well, yesterday, my wife went to get our grandsons to take her to school, and she got stuck in the snow at their house. Yeah. Well, it's all going to be gone today. It's going to get up to 50. 50 yeah, it's supposed yeah. to warm up and all go away. Yeah. And so then my my her daughter and my grandson pushed and got her unstuck. So we took them to Pizza World last night for dinner. That's hmm. I, yep, I, I've seen you checked in there on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm trying to think if I have anything more. But I, I don't have an awful lot. You know, a, a few weeks back, we had like there was a holiday, the National Bobblehead Day. We were joking around. We should get some bobbleheads for you know, so we can sell some merch or a merch store if we have a merch store. Yeah. Well, you know what would, what it cost to make custom bobbleheads? No idea. A dollar. 
Yeah. Well, how, well, how much do bobbleheads cost? Can you just buy them in the store, like a buck or so? I don't know. I've never bought one. They're <laughs> about eight or ten dollars. Eight or ten bucks. Yeah. It, it costs sixty to seventy bucks. <sighs> wow. To custom make a bobblehead. That's crazy. So they're not cheap, uh, but hey, if if our listeners really wanted to have custom bobbleheads of us, let me, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Give maybe us a we, donation. Maybe we can invest in some, but we we'd have to sell them for not cheap. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. My funny weird story happened yesterday. My grandson was here, and my sister in law had given me or my husband a box of kids books to look through, and in that box of kids books was a wooden puzzle, you know, like play school. But all it was was the frame of the puzzle that didn't have the pieces in it. <laughs> he comes running in, it had Toy Story around the edges, and he's like, Grandma, can I take this home? It's got Toy Story. I said, You sure can, because I didn't know how to, you know, there was no pieces. But then as his mom was digging through the box, looking through the books, she found all the pieces in the bottom. Boy, he was excited. Oh wow. <laughs> He was he's the one that likes my Mr. Potato Head that I got for Christmas. And every time he comes over, that's the first thing he looks for is potato head. Hmm. And he did that yesterday again. And he likes to, he's got a toy hammer. He hammers the pieces into the tater head. <laughs> <laughs> he hammers them in there. He'll make those eyeballs stick good. Yes. <laughs> hammer that nose. And- Another thing he does with Tato Head is, you know, how it has a little thing in the back where you're supposed to put all the pieces inside for storage. Mm-hmm. He puts cereal in it and eats cereal out of it. Yeah, you can't put milk in there. It'll leak out no, the front. No, milk allowed. <laughs> just try cereal. He eats the cereal out of, away, out of Mr. Potato Head's butt. Oh, he my. does. <laughs> eats cereal out of Potato Head butt. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, so, I'll open up your me. <laughs> the few strange things that happened in my life yesterday. <laughs> oh, lucky you. <laughs> well, my, funny, my short other funny story is I'm eating dill pickles so I drink my coffee. Wow, that's like it should be a holiday of some kind. That's kind of weird. They don't sound good together. I finally oh, found oh. that Christmas pickle. It's, yeah, I guess so. It's like you're pregnant or something. It's tossing some ice cream. <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of holidays, why don't we get started with that? Happy holiday. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays. I don't think we have a huge amount like we've been having. Uh, We should be able to run through this pretty quick. Just to review for us today, it is uh, February the 8th. It is National Boy Scout Day, the day Boy Scouts are founded. National Kite Flying Day. Oh, yeah. Safe for the Internet Day. Now, what worries me most, though, is his mental condition. So get your Internet condoms going on there. Um, And that's all we got for today. Uh, Moving on to uh, February 9th, Wednesday. It's National Pizza Day. Your day off of that, Terry. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess every day is a pizza day for you. Uh, it, it's National Toothache Day. 
there's a problem Terry doesn't have to worry about. Uh, that's all I got on Wednesday. What we need is a human guinea pig to try it out on. On February 10th, Thursday, National Umbrella Day. Bumper shoot. <laughs> yeah, the bumper shoot. And amazingly, that's all there is on that day. What's wrong with that? You think I want to travel in the upper cabin alone with a couple of crazy loons like you? I told you there wasn't going to be an awful lot this time. Wow. Uh, February the 11th, Friday, Don't Cry Over Spilt Milk Day. Oh, no, I'm not, especially Please. if it comes out of potato head. Yeah, out of potato head, but <laughs> it is International Day of Women and Girls in Science. National Foundation Day. Now, I don't know if that means like foundation garments. <laughs> so celebrate your corsets and bras and things. Right, or foundation that's a makeup, or it could be your house. It's a, a national, civic, uh, federal type of a holiday. Hmm. So whatever that means. National Guitar Day, Terry. Woo. You can play your guitar all day that day. I strummed mine yesterday. It's National Inventors Day. National Make-A-Friend Day. A lot of stuff on Friday. Like last week, it seemed like. What's the point? We may never know the answer to that one, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, on uh, Saturday, February 12th, Abraham Lincoln's birthday. National Freedom to Marry Day. So all you people <laughs> who think about getting married, you are free to get married. <laughs> I don't know why they had to do it that day, but it's not going to be free to get married, but you are free to get you're, married. You're at liberty to get married. <laughs> yeah. It is National Plum Pudding Day. Eat your plum pudding while you plan on getting married. It's Darwin Day. It's, it has to do with historical, educational. What does that mean? Get out of Dodge. So, yeah. Uh, February 13th, Sunday. Super Bowl. <laughs> is Galentine's Day. Hmm. Uh, it says pop culture relationship. Galentine. Never heard of that one. Uh, me either. It's Get a Different Name Day. Okay. So next week, we'll all have different names when we come back. <laughs> what is all this? I won't be Keith anymore, I guess. And you guys won't be Terry and Jill anymore. We'll have but, to think of a new name for that podcast next week. I am. Mixed up names. It is National Tortellini Day. And of course, as Terry mentioned, Super Bowl Sunday. World Radio Day. Who's crazy? I'll solve them. And moving on to February 14th, Monday. I don't know what day. Valentine's Day. Oh, that one. <laughs> it's also National Donor Day. Uh, National Clean Out Your Computer Day. Library Lovers Day. Hello, everybody. And uh, hello, my fat little sugar man. And that's all for Monday. Loving in the library. I guess. <laughs> library lovers.
Get out of the adult fiction section over there. <laughs> Who are you and what are you doing here? It is uh, February 15th, Tuesday next week. Is Annoy Squidworth Day. Okey-dokey. Weird <laughs> national pop culture. <laughs> yeah, SpongeBob Day should be. Yeah. Uh, Lantern Festival. It is National Gumdrop Day. Singles Awareness Day. Now that Valentine's Day has left you behind. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I have for the week. When we solve that, we got the whole problem left. Yay, we didn't take 20 minutes to do it either. How about a quick Valentine workout? With our favorite exercise coach, Pamela Pumpkin. I'm Pamela Pumpkin, and this Valentine's Day, let's practice loving ourselves. Again, I'm Pamela Pumpkin. Come on, feel the pain. Now left, right, hug yourself. Left, right, love yourself. Left, right, hug yourself. Now let's try hugging someone else. Celebrate your body. Let's have some fun. Celebrate your body. We only have one. Now swivel your hips. You're enough. Come on, swivel your hips and get buff. Show your pelvis some love. Get lower. Show your pelvis some love. Move slower. Freestyle. I'm strong. I'm smart. I'm wealthy. I'm wise. I'm worth it. I'm healthy. I'm strong. I'm smart. I'm wealthy. I'm wise. I'm worth it. I'm healthy. Inhale deep, hands up to the sky. Now love yourself and let out a sigh. So y'all, we are here behind the scenes of a Pamela Pumpkin workout video. It's the Valentine's Day workout. I wrote it. I created it. I made the moves up. I made the dance up. I made the song up. I created it. It was me. So I just want to introduce y'all to some of my amazing, talented cast that is in this. Eve is wonderful. She's physically fit. She's smart. She's talented. You want to say hi to the camera? Swadika. So go ahead. You want to say hi to your friends in, in Thailand? อ๋อวันนี้ฉันต้องจัดทุกอย่างฉันจะเห็นจิ๋มเธอสมัยจังฮะสีทุกคนเห็นมั้ยจิ๋มเธอยิ้มอ่ะอ่ะทางดูบ
Uh oh. And our next amazing background dancer is Miss Tracy Buckner. Yo, 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 what's going on, homegirl? How you doing? Show me some love. Why are you talking like that? You didn't talk like that when you first met me. Tracy has been my homegirl for years. Because we don't, don't even know color. each other. Girl, I just met her two hours ago. I don't know what she's talking about, but you're supposed to give me $8 I'm waiting on. Yeah, I'm supposed to give you $8 for you to say that we've been friends for a long time and now you're ruining it. Look, I'm, I'm not I'm trying to expand my demographic. Please, Tracy, I need your help. Please, just say it. How hard is it? This is the best workout video. I love Pamela. Y'all love Pamela. I love Pamela. Who loves Pamela? You love Pamela. Why would I love Pamela? Y'all, thanks for watching Pamela Pepkin behind the scenes. Have a blessed day and until next time. Now play my music over this shot. Great. But hey, you know what? It's time to move on to our next segment, which is the news. Talk about the news. I was looking for some Valentine's stories. I actually got about three of them. A, and uh, a deer crashes through the front window of a flower shop <laughs> in uh, Alabama. A, a deer broke through the window and Went around through the store, apparently looking for some flowers for his honey for Valentine's Day. <laughs> He's looking for some flowers for those Earth Oddity guys down there in Alabama. <laughs> this the Valentine's deer. Yeah. The owner of the shop didn't actually see the deer. They he came in and he thought you know the store somebody broke in and you know trashed his store. When they looked at the security footage, when he called the police, the police came. They looked at the security footage, saw that a white-tailed deer had smashed through the window, jumped down the door, apparently flower for his honey. Yeah, I thought maybe the deer left a little his, surprise behind for the little chocolate nuggets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or his little doe. Get little some, deer. Get some flowers. He left some deer dew for his doe. <laughs> Left behind some uh, DNA. <laughs> there you go. Little, I guess they do little uh, chocolate chips like goats and everything else. I don't know, I don't know either. Is that all that I story? I haven't really ran across any deer poop that I know of. <laughs> no, me either. Yeah, my that's first, a My first weird story is about a couple of penguins. So it's kind of like a love story. These two penguins. The first gay penguins to adopt a baby penguin. So I want you fellas to smile and be just as sweet as you possibly can. Oh. Isn't that sweet at the Rosamond? In San Francisco. <laughs> Gifford, Rosamond Gifford Zoo in New York, actually. <laughs> this couple of male penguins um, have been, I guess, wanting to adopt an egg. <laughs> And there's another couple of penguins at the same zoo that every time they would have eggs would smash them for some crazy reason. So the people that work at the zoo took the eggs from the couple that kept smashing the eggs and give them to these two males. And they actually um, incubated them. I guess they put them on their feet is how, Oh yeah, yeah. you know, they actually. Yeah, that's how it happens in the wild. The, the, the female 
penguins lay the eggs and then the males will hold them on their feet and their, their feathers will cover their feet. Ah. It keeps them warm. And so these two male penguins, Linus and Lucy, <laughs> Elmer, Elmer and Linus are the two male penguins and they actually incubated it and they got a baby penguin. Um, I don't remember if I said if it was a boy or a girl penguin. The baby it's too soon to tell, I guess. Huh? Well, they have a healthy baby penguin to take care of. All right. Elmer and somebody. Elmo and Linus. <laughs> oh, yeah, Elmer. Glue. Elmer's glue. Elmer's Linus. glue. That's how he kept them stuck to his foot. <laughs> but well, that's about all there was to that story. So if you got one. I guess I'll delete it off of my list. <laughs> I, I don't exactly have a Valentine related one, but I'll, let, let's see what we can turn it into one. Uh, Michigan. Police dog rescues a man who got lost in the frigid woods. Huh. Ross Collin, Michigan, which isn't far from where we used to live at up there. Yeah. Uh, a northern Michigan police dog rescued a Pennsylvania man who got lost in a densely wooded area. Are you kidding? Uh, during some recent frigid temperatures, uh, the Ross Common County Sheriff's Office said uh, that they were called out to the township after local police received a report of a 58-year-old man was missing after he went for a walk. <laughs> we're going to go for a walk in the woods on this extremely cold night. Goodness. Yeah, far way back. Several hours had passed, and the, the man who the police believed was likely cognitive impaired uh, he had not returned in temperatures that were around 11 degrees. Uh, but the uh, this dog's name was Ghost. <laughs> so they sent the ghost out to rescue the man. Uh, but anyway, that's about all there is to the story. So I, I guess it turned into a Valentine's Day. The, the, the man was ghosted in the woods. <laughs> He, he fell in love with a dog and the dog ghosted him, uh, but he got rescued anyway. anyway. Huh. They both got rescued. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I, I tried to bend it into a Valentine's story, but. Yeah, it was hard to find anything <laughs> about Valentine's or love stories or. I ran, and there was a, a man. I was going to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> And a woman. <laughs> okay, you're not that one. <laughs> in Ottawa, Canada, in Kingston, uh, they were driving trucks and went to the capital. Tina, <laughs> the woman Tina, had looked outside and saw that her husband had built her a big life size polar bear right next to the so everybody going down the highway could enjoy this. It's a polar bear, and it's got a, a heart on its chest for Valentine's Day. Oh. So this is what they look like. Got a scarf on it, and its eyes and nose are made with hockey pucks, and it's got a Coca-Cola bottle in its other hand. <laughs> yeah. it, doesn't say how, it doesn't say how tall 
it is. But uh, he he does something like that every year, and each year the thing gets bigger and bigger. And so I have the snowman, the, the grizzly bear is like twenty feet tall. <laughs> Godzilla bear, and he. He built it like in their yard where everybody going down the highway could see it. and Because it's different and everybody likes it. You know, to put a smile on everybody's face with all the COVID and everybody all happy and everything. And it, I wonder if Coca-Cola helped him since he put a Coca-Cola bottle of can. Probably not, they should. Well, he's just trying <laughs> yeah. to advertise for Coke, I guess. You know, for their Coke. I'm saying they should pay him for the advertising. <laughs> but... But they won't. No, probably not. It has inspired her husband to make things bigger next year. Bigger mm. and better for Valentine's Day. But that's all I got on that one. Oh, shut up! It, uh, My next one's not really any kind of love story or anything, but it was funny because it was about a chicken that crossed the road to the Pentagon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now, Jake, you know there ain't no such thing. I don't Why know the yeah, Why did it do a it? Chicken for? farmer around there somewhere. Where did this chicken have come from to get into the Pentagon? And they won't say exactly where in the Pentagon it got because of uh, what's the word? A, a chicken in the Pentagon was it wearing a general's uniform? <laughs> no. <laughs> for security reasons, they can't tell exactly where it was at, but it was looking very suspicious. Are you nuts? Now, I'm not sure how it's a terrorist suspicious. chicken. <laughs> I just thought they, it was funny because they, they had to pull it into the interrogation and grill it. <laughs> they nicknamed it Henny Penny so they could call it something. And that mm. has a permanent home in a bird sanctuary. So nobody will ever eat this chicken. <laughs> oh, that was the whole point. And the article said there's a picture of this chicken, and I wondered if it would look like a mugshot. Little <laughs> <laughs> number plate under its beak. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a profile now. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering how how can a chicken look suspicious? I mean, they only walk around. Mm. Kind of a crazy story, but it, it I thought it was funny. <laughs> but we'd better be on the lookout. Anything might happen. Yeah. Well, you know. It must be one of those uh, insurrectionists, you know, taking over the the capital or something. Yeah, you know, they had a guy chicken, in, chicken in the spy. buffalo, the buffalo <laughs> hat. Now they have an insurrectionist in a chicken suit. You know how on Get Smart they always had people hide in the mailbox. Maybe there was actually a person inside this little chicken. Wow. Can they go in and spy? <laughs> yeah, it was chicken. I know, that could man. go so many ways. <laughs> the son of Chicken Man. There you go. Well, well, that's about all to that one. You could go on. <laughs> yeah, my next one. Uh, uh, Michigan school offers full tuition after a scholarship error. In Mount Pleasant, Michigan, dozens of prospective Central Michigan University students were given a, a free tuition uh, whenever they are erroneously told that they had won a prestigious scholarship award. Apparently, while students were accessed, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, students were accessing the university's portal uh, to tell them that they had won this prestigious scholarship award, which includes full tuition, room and board, money towards books and supplies, and a $5,000 study, uh, what are they called? Study away, study away award. There we go. I said it. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Whatever that means, they got extra extra money. But uh, what happened is those who were contacted did not win the scholarship. The message had inadvertently gone out as school staffers were testing school technology. Well, now we're getting somewhere. Hey, that's kind of like last week, the one about the Batmobile car, the Joker car. But one of the 17-year-old students said he was so excited to have won the scholarship, he told all of his friends and family. Uh, He and his mother even posted about it on social media. But his joy evaporated when he learned the message was a mistake. Uh, Colleges are supposed to make your dreams come true, not destroy them. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, I can have a hobby, can't I? But the university officials apologized for the error and offered all 58 prospective students the equivalent of a full tuition scholarship. So even though they didn't get this prestigious one with all the extra perks, they did go ahead and give 58 students <laughs> a full scholarship, basically full. Huh. Like, wow. So I guess, say that would be a, a, a pretty good Valentine present, huh? Right. Discovering you can go to school for free. Yeah. <laughs> well, stupid old me. Cool. Anyway, the, the story goes on a little bit, but that's pretty much the gist of it. Well, that was good of the college to cover their butt that way. Yeah, well, they lost money on the deal, but they... they Learn, live and learn. You, you test your systems. You want to make sure you do it right. Right. Dun, dun, dun. You Back got another story, Terry? Terry? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> at Jimmy John's, you know, I don't usually go there, but they have a slogan, you know, freaky fast delivery. You know, <laughs> I've seen this article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. And, well, how do you like that? This guy kills me. And uh, so anyway, um, at Jimmy John's outside of Joliet in Illinois, a call came in to the police from Jimmy John's parking lot that a woman was getting ready to deliver a baby. <laughs> Freaky fast. Freaky, Freaky fast. fast huh? By the time the fire department showed up there, um, she'd given birth within seven minutes. Oh, so I'll just say, if you don't deliver in 30 minutes, the next one's free, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it happened, to, it happened to actually take place on February 3rd in that snowstorm. And wow. so they had wrapped the baby up good and cut in the him pizza box, threw it in the ambulance <laughs> and took it to the hospital. Well, good for us. 
Was it a girl or boy? Did it say really fast? A baby girl. It was a pepperoni and mushroom. You really. <laughs> they should have named it Jimmy John if it was a boy, but being a girl. Jimmy. I don't know. <laughs> Jimmy Joni. <laughs> Johnny is still would be a girl's name. Uh, yeah. Jamie, Jamie, Jane, Johnny. You know. We've handled this sort of thing before. That's about it for that story. Just have yeah, I seen that. I thought that was pretty funny, but I couldn't remember if they said what it was. Yeah, it was a girl, baby girl. Quick delivery. <laughs> I have more stories. You get to the, the hospital. Does someone order pizza? We got something there for Jimmy Todd's. Wrap that baby up in some paper or whatever. Put it in the pizza oven. <laughs> Keep it put warm. Put it in its wrapper. Put it in those styrofoam pots. <laughs> Do you have any other stories, Joe? I have one more about a little boy supposed to be taking a nap, and he calls 911 <laughs> on his parents' Apple iPhone. <laughs> Apple Watch. Was it Apple yeah. Watch? Uh, Apple Watch, that's what I meant to say. It was supposed to be an, opera- an operable watch because it was one of the first models that came out, but it had Mickey Mouse on it, and the little boy liked Mickey Mouse, so the parents thought it would be fine for him to... Fall asleep, I guess, <laughs> holding Mickey Mouse. Hello? What? Who? Oh, sure, we're expecting you. Come right over. But somehow he pushed buttons and <laughs> called 911. The parents heard him on the monitor talking to somebody and went in the room. And the dad went in in his underwear <laughs> to see what was going on, it said. And, uh, yeah, they got the phone or the watch from the little boy and apologized to the 911 operator and made sure that they weren't on their way to the house. Yeah. We recommend them to our customers. But this, uh, the dad of uh, this kid was a news person or an ex-news person. So he was wondering if him running in the room was caught on the baby monitor video because, like I said, he was in his underwear. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, that'd be big news, or maybe small yeah. news. <laughs> well, one dirty trick deserves another. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, whenever we had one of our, our I, I had my first iPhone, and one of our granddaughters was over at the house, and I was talking with somebody, and she wanted to talk on the phone, too. And I, I guess there's a, might have been a picture of the person on the phone we're talking mm-hmm. and she she wanted to kiss them and so she did it her lips hung up on them the lips touched oh. the screen. <laughs> that was funny kiss them goodbye she did um, yeah we had kids long time ago we, we had one one of those uh at&t i think what, slim line phones and across the bottom we had a the, the blue button you can pre-program for the police and the red button you can pre-program for the fire department. Well, our kids decided that they just liked those colorful red and blue buttons. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I had to unprogram the police. <laughs> unprogram the fire department. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, I can imagine. Caller ID. Oh, it's that Mr. Holtzley again. His kids must have his telephone. <laughs> well, um, my, uh, I guess my last one today will be uh, Germany inmates fight over p- potato mash. I think it's supposed to be mashed potatoes. Huh. 
Uh, in Berlin, Germany, two female inmates at a German prison have been served up to hefty fine for a brawl. What do you mean by that? That began with a food fight. <laughs> I guess they got were plants for Mr. Potato Heads and they got mashed up and they made a mess. <laughs> uh, the German news agency uh, states that the cellmates at a prison at Augsburg, Augsburg, began throwing potato mash at each other following a disagreement. Then one woman threw her entire plate at the other, and the other one responded in kind. Not very kind, if you ask me. What sort of nonsense is this? <laughs> uh, the situation then escalated into a full-flung uh, brawl. Food fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, food fight turned into a real fight. Uh, but uh, they sentenced one to pay a fine of 2,700 euros. And the other, a fine of 1,800 euros. Uh, if they fail to pay, the women could spend another 180 or 120 days behind bars. Yeah, so pay those fines or spend more time behind jail. So make this a Valentine's, Valentine's story. They were having a lover's quarrel in the prison cell uh, about who got the last Valentine art that says, uh, you know, I love you on it or something. And there's two mashed potatoes mashed at each potatoes. other. They, they, they mashed their, their Mr. Potato Heads to smithereens. <laughs> and then they threw them at each other. And, you know, the rest is history. Well, what on earth would you do down there? Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh. I have another one. You might as well. Go ahead. In Tennessee, a boat, trailer, and pickup truck are all submerged in a Tennessee lake, was the headline. Oh. Uh, This guy, a fisherman, didn't realize that there was a drop-off at the end of the ramp. (laughs) (laughs) What does it actually matter? And so his back is up and the back tire oh, went back just a little too far and the tire went off the ramp. And then apparently he didn't have four-wheel drive and it just slid, rolled all the way back into the lake. Oh, wow. Yeah, as the trailer went off into the water, it just drew his car backwards. Yeah, I can imagine that. I bet the only thing that was safe was the boat. Yeah. The driver. Was supposed to be there anyway. The driver got out safely, called the authorities, and they got a tow truck at, uh, to you know to, uh, get it all out of. The truck was totally ruined, and the boat and trailer were fine. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I would bet. So I guess he's got to just like drive the boat home, I guess. Tony says, do we have a look? Oh, yes, of course. Hope <laughs> yeah. he's got another truck to pull it home. He's just got to like home. grab a hold of the trailer hitch and pull it behind him as he walks. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Dodge, too. Uh, the and Dodge Ram wasn't all that tough. I guess they, 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 guess they can't swim. <laughs> Dodges must sink as the duck swims. 
I'm so ram but tough, I, but I can't. Swim. But I had heard that. Uh, I'd heard that, like, if you get your vehicle in submerged in water anymore, that it 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 doesn't get any water in it. Let's say, uh, you know, they they make it a little bit better now, where you can't don't get much. Well, do you mean like the door is sealed tighter? No, no, no. I'm talking about like in the engine, the motor compartment. Yeah, uh, inside. Yeah, sure. You'd have like the computer and have to be changed out and. Maybe it was an older truck and didn't have all the fancy up-to-date. Well, you know, essentially, other than your electronics under your dashboard, as far as your engine was concerned, as long as it didn't get up over the top of the engine block and get into your intake, and, and, and as long as you didn't have uh, bad spark plug wires, <laughs> uh, you could drive it with your engine mostly submerged. The worst you have to worry about is your tailpipe. Uh, you may not let the exhaust out very well. Hmm. What am I? Out of my mind? I had a dream like that That's one night way. when I was sleeping that our truck, when we had our pontoon boat, was um, driving across the bottom of the lake looking for stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got for news. What's up next, Jill? Yeah, I have no news. Hey, so yeah. next. Avon presents delightful, delectable Lipstick Deluxe. The lipstick that has everything. It's so good-looking with its lustrous silvery cap and golden base. And this beautiful jewel-like applique on top. But beauty is as beauty does. And the Lipstick Deluxe is everything you've ever wished for. It feels so comfortable. Light as sheer silk against your skin. Glows on your lips. Always feels creamy. And how beautifully the new Avon lipstick clings. It keeps its clean, clear outline. Lasts for hours and hours, too. That's the outside and the inside story of Avon's new Lipstick Deluxe. Select your favorite colors from a rainbow range of shades. Your Avon representative will be calling soon to show you Avon's new Lipstick Deluxe and other makeup news. Do welcome her. Avon calling. by Avon reflects a new kind of world happening now all around you. Avon's Patterns is a new fragrance in collectible forms. New colors in transparent lipsticks. Avon's newest beauty fashion is as alive and fashiony and forward-moving as you. Ask your Avon representative about the new fragrance and colors in patterns. They keep happening right along with your world.
Avon representative can show you 17 ways to wear an Avon fragrance. So whatever you wear, wear fragrance by Avon. Jill's words. And that's why I think it's a good time to learn some grammar. Now did I stammer? Work on that grammar. You should know it. It's for its fewer. the letter d this time as in dog or dum-dum <laughs> yeah that may be reference to terry everybody shut up all right our first word is daphacajamus 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 it's daffy duck when he gets to be an old codger it's an adjective. He becomes daffacadjimus. He's, he's an old codger <laughs> duck. D- Daffy duck. <laughs> or he's a dead duck. He's a cadaverous duck. Daffy cadaverous. Hmm. <laughs> a silly old dead body. Joe Biden. There's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning uh, <laughs> this effort uh, for... I like that, Joe Biden. Yes. Could you repeat the word again? Daphicaginous. Defecate on what? Daphicaginous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was just right, but that's funny. Half <laughs> <laughs> coffee. I don't know. They should have used this word on the Grinch movie. It's having a narrow heart or a small heart. Uh, it's supposed to be an <laughs> insult. So, yeah, if you can remember the word, dapacaginous. <laughs> you small-hearted uh, person. You, you can use that. <laughs> okay. Our next word is called, is D-bag. 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 This is the bag, and that is the bag. It's like well, a tea bag. Yeah. Well, look, if, if, you have br- if you have bra sizes, you know, A, B, and D, or C, so maybe it's like if you have, have a jock strap, it's the, how, how large your um, bag Junk. is. <laughs> uh, yeah, we used to use this word, but we called it something different than the bag. It means the same thing. Oh, like to called. unpack. It's the bag that the women carry. It's the bag. (laughs) Bag of superiors. Pack a bag. Bag. It's the bag. (laughs) This word, the bag. It's a verb, and it means to strip the pants off somebody. We always (laughs) called it the pants. Yeah, the panting. Let me take that bag off. I guess you wear a bag on your lower body instead of a pants, and they would be debagging somebody. Yeah. Huh. So it's the same as deep pants, debag. If you can't write in the proper way, 
diagnosticist is our next word. It's a noun, diagnosticist. Diagnosticist? Yeah. Yeah. To know a lesbian. If you're a dyke, that's a slang yeah. for a lesbian. And but a dyke is also a is like if you know something. So I know I know about lesbians. Yeah, I even it know some. A, <laughs> it is a noun. Wow, I missed a word. Diagnosticist. 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 Maybe you flunk that class. This word means a person who is learned in the art of dining. So if you know how to eat, I guess. Oh, dining. <laughs> yeah, I know how to eat pretty well. I, I, I think said I did, diving. I need, to, I, need to, I need to stop learning how to eat. That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said diving, like, you know, diving, you know, cliff diving or something. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Our next word is okay. Now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Uh, it's a darium, and it's a noun. Darium. I know what a derriere is. is. It's a plural. One derriere, two darium. <laughs> darium. Dairy, like dairy like cow gives milk is dairy. Dairy, um, dairy yum. This, you know, is like the opposite. Disidarium. I'm trying to think of how this word goes with the meaning that I heard. Disidarium. It di- it's, it's a deer, yum. It disappears oh. uh, up your dairy. Okay. Now I heard the rest of it, so now it makes more sense. It, dis- it disappears up your dairyum. Yeah, so when you have that. Uh, Colonoscopy, so you get the disappearance of your dairy. This is dairy. <laughs> colonoscopy. you with the nomenclature. Well, let me tell you what this word means. This okay. word means a yearning for something that you once had, but you have no more. So that's what <laughs> well, I don't want a colonoscopy. I don't want a colonoscopy I'm, bad at all. <laughs> I'm yearning for another one. I have it no more. <laughs> I, I, I have no yearnings for that, but I do. I do not want anymore. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I, I'm sure I get one every ten years from now. But you learn the definition of nouns and prepositions, literacy your mission, and that's why I think it's a good time. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> well, our next word is assassinate. Disassassinate. So if you assassinate somebody, you kill them. So if you disassassinate, you bring it back to life. <laughs> the Lazarus of Syndrome. Yeah, there we go. Disassassinate actually means to deprive of stupidity. To deprive of stupidity. What, so, what, whatever shall we do we're going to deprive you of your stupidity you can't be stupid no more oh. okay, that's somebody needs to do that to me 
Somebody needs to do that to me. No more. That sounds funny. Episodes. We're done. We're, we can't be stupid no more. <laughs> Our next word is discalciate. Discalciate? Yes, discalciate. To suck all the calcium out of something. (laughs) (sighs) Any ideas, Terry? (laughs) Discalciate. Take out all the bone marrow. Well, this one here means to take off your shoes. Uh, All right, if you insist, but you better get close, (laughs) be ready. (laughs) De pantsing and de shoeing. What else you got on there? De underwearing. Del Carnan. How about that one? That one's not a dis word. Del Carnan. It's a noun. It's a car made by Dell computers. Uh, it's relating to meat. Dell uh, car- Carnan. Like a carnivore, you know, relating to meat, Carnan. You better slow down and use the right This is a person in a dilemma. So if you're in trouble, you're a Dell Carnan if you're in a dilemma. Dell Carnan. Let's see. The Del Carnan wrestled with his dilemma. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, that's all my words. The next one that popped up starts with the letter E. So come back next week to hear some E words. Yeah. All right. Well, we had fun with those words today. Ooh, yeah. Well, we didn't get any of them right, but that's okay. Sometimes more fun than not. So now we're going to move on to Terry's top ten. Top ten. If we die. If Is we it it? Oh man, it's a top ten. Worst jobs in history. Hmm. The top ten worst jobs. In Let history. Mike Rowe would know about that. Hmm? Mike Rowe, dirty jobs. Uh, number one, battlefield scavenger. <laughs> that would not be very good one, though. No. <laughs> Take everybody's armor and their swords and their daggers. Go check the dead bodies for, you know, ammunitions and stuff. Number number nine, a salt miner. No, that doesn't mean to assault a miner. Salt mine? Yeah. (laughs) Working in the salt mine? Yeah. And the salt miners, you know, the uh, coal miners would get black lung disease. They didn't get white lung disease. You got <laughs> hypertension. They, 
had a lot of, uh, yeah, and uh, dehydration. Yeah, I bet. And, uh, and if you fell down and skinned your knee, you would get salt in the wound. Number eight, if you're a Viking, I guess, a galley rower. <laughs> yeah, galley slave. Yeah. Okay, guys, the boss wants us to go water skiing today. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> faster, faster, row, row, row. <laughs> row, row, row. <laughs> okay, number seven is uh, World War II submariner. That's bad. Had faulty oxygen, moldy food, and yeah, the, and they had these combinations of diesel and electric engines. You got electric underwater. You come up and you fire diesel to recharge your batteries. So you have battery acid fumes, diesel fumes, the risk of being uh, bombarded by depth charges. Number six, a leech collector. Here, doctor, how many do you want today? Pick, pick them off my arm right there. In 1814, Scottish women were the best leech collectors. <laughs> <laughs> They were the best ones. That's class. If you, <laughs> it'll be a sucky job, and you suck out your blood. <laughs> Number five, lead workers. All the way back to the Roman days, they discovered that lead lined pipes were great for running water. They're very toxic when you're storing. Uh, Stagnant wine. It, it, that really released a lot of the lead from the pipes. It was very toxic. And right. In 1921, um, Thomas Edgling found that adding lead to the gas made the motors run more. Right. Leaded gas engines. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, with a lead pipe, I guess the theory is with the water, it'll de develop a patina so that you don't get the lead poisoning. The alcohol, like, like vinegar or alcohol, can, has a way of breaking things down. <laughs> and I can see it extracting a lot of the metals into the fluid. Yeah. Number four is a lumber. Huh. The lumber a, what? You bro broke up a little bit. Not a hungry jack, a lumber jack. <laughs> lumber jack. Lumber jack. It's five times deadlier than being a police officer, they said. In, in this latest year or previous years? Well, <laughs> I mean, lumber, lumberjacking is a dangerous job because you deal with a lot of saws, chainsaws, big old huge trees falling on you. Falling out of the trees or something. Falling oh, yeah, out of the tree. When you're stripping the branches, you could actually run it across the foot or a leg. I, I nearly cut my cut off a toe one time. Mm. <laughs> Cutting the wood. Yeah. They say 86 out of every 140,000 lumberjacks are killed. 
Wow. From tree limbs falling and logs not being properly secured and things like that. Huh. Yeah. Number three, a body collector. Body collector? To the battlefield scavenger, but... Oh. Could be like Frankenstein, the, Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> they well, would, if you if you bag up the uh, battlefield bodies and put it in, in the bag, so it's called grave detail. It's it. like going Easter egg hunting. Yeah. <laughs> you find uh, the dead bodies, you bag them up, and you put them in the morgue. The other thing that comes to mind is, is a body snatcher. I know in the mm-hmm. early, like 1800s, back when medicine was still kind of a developing thing. It, it, it was illegal to work on dead bodies because of you know, religious beliefs and such. Uh, and so if a doctor wanted to work on a cadaver, they actually had people rob graves just to you know, snatch the bodies out of them. And it was, it was illegal for the doctor if you had one and for the body snatcher for picking them up. Hmm. Number two, Happens to deal with number two, but it's one, it could be one of Jill's words when she gets to the G's. <laughs> but the next one, it's G O N G, gong collector. Gong collector. Yeah. I would think a gong was one of those things that the Chinese or Asian yeah, like people. That's what I thought too. Till I read this rest of this little snippet <laughs> here, and I'll tell you, it says. Uh, a, a a gong firmer is a gong firmer is a British English slang term for a farmer or a person who collects dung deep <laughs> poop. Well you kinda have to do that, it makes good fertilizer. Yeah. For the fertilizer, yeah. And you shovel up into a big heap, and you can scatter on your own. Because I was like, well, what, did I did I miss that? I was kind of like, well, dung. I don't know why they don't say dung firmer, but dung no. instead of dung. It's even spelled D O N G firmer, but huh, you know, weird. Yeah. Number one, dun, 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 dun. a chimney sweep. <laughs> Like huh, Mary that's a dirty Poppins. job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's dirty, yeah. all right. I think we've heard of them. Yeah, like Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, 1964. You know, dance around on the rooftop while you're They were, they were children. <laughs> they were children who often had to work naked. Huh. Yeah. Well, that was on Mary Poppins. <laughs> they did want to get their clothes caught on everything and get snagged up inside the chimney. That would make sense. And uh, probably easier to clean, too. <laughs> Dip the kid into a tub. And get a, uh. And they would just usually fall, get hurt, get killed. They'd suffocate. Get stuck in the chimney. Let's see. Having the fat kids go down to so the skinny kids. <laughs> Before 1778, 
you could be as young as four years old to be a chimney sweep. But after they raised the limit to eight years old, <laughs> you had to be at least eight years old. Over watching little kids. <laughs> yeah, well, that's way before child labor laws and stuff like that. Yeah, and and, and on that note, you know, my grandson's like, so I can't come work at your store or at your comb barn? I go, well, you can work, you know. Yeah, but there's those child labor laws and everything. Yeah, but I don't have to pay. I can pay you under the table. (laughs) Well, if it's a family-owned business, the child labor laws are a little different. Right. For a farm, for example, you could have your kids help out. Whenever we had our our business, I wouldn't have the kids coming to help out, even though they would be like, you know, 12, 13. He'd say, what does that mean? He said, what does that mean, Grandpa? I go, well, whenever you cut my grass next time, I won't pay you. <laughs> you know? No. Those are child labor laws. If you cut my grass, I still pay you, right? There you go. I don't give you a paycheck. You know, that's where the right. labor you, you, Yeah, under the table, you don't yeah. pull the taxes out. Yeah. That's just paying somebody like, come cut my grass, I'll give you 40 bucks, you know, whatever. Right. Come sweep the, run the vacuum cleaner at grandma's store. You can do that and we'll pay you, right. take it, you know, you know, whatever. But anyway, that's on my top 10 this week. Tell us, Gracie. <laughs> Meredith Wilson, are you still a member of this silly club? Yes, George, and I do not regard this club as silly. I'm proud that they chose to make me an honorary woman. <laughs> but you're a man. Sort of. You can't intimidate him, George. He's one of our most loyal members. Thank you, Gracie. And I will continue to remain a loyal woman, even though my social life has suffered to some extent. Well, on our our anchor topic... Um, it's, I think, computers, actually... Um, I know last week you were starting to tell us about. No. So you're telling us about um, what was it? Your your seeing AI was that what it was? Yeah, you're starting to tell us about seeing AI stuff. Yeah, and go over that. Kind of touched Uh, it real quick, but it's like let's hold off on that because it was starting to run kind of long. Right. Let me whip it out here. It, it does an awful lot of stuff and you can get it both on iPhone and Android. And I, I think it's like the Swiss army knife of accessibility tools. <laughs> uh, so yeah, once you get it open. Seeing AI menu button. What I've discovered is in... If you, if you want to just go to the, the menu selection and just go through one at a time right? and mention what each of them do. Right. And the thing is, is, uh, however, there is a difference. There's some stuff that's on the seeing AI that apparently you have to have an iPhone 13 and you get a couple, another extra thing. Okay. There's, there's, uh, on most iPhones in the seeing AI, you have, uh, recognizing English button uh, channel short text in the channels you have a short text yeah. and, and, and short text 
it will look live through your camera lens to recognize any text that it sees. And so if I hold it up, let's see, I try to find something here. But it, but it's you know it's a live thing. So as you move the camera, total servings. It should said pop tart box. But as you move the box around, it would like read you the side and read you the front <coughs> and so forth. Yeah, that's just quick text. It's, yeah, it's a live video stream, and it, it tries to find text, which can be handy. But if, but if we swipe to the next one, if we counted them up, it'd be like a top ten list. There's 10 things on the iPhone 13 where there's only nine things on the older phones. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I found out. He and I were first talking one, about that. Only the first nine. one is is uh, the short text. Short text. Uh, document. No document. Second one is document here. And, and documents will do, do the same thing. But, but you have to take a picture. But you have to snap a picture before it will read it to you. But yes. the, the reason why you want to do that is because that way, if you want to save whatever you're wanting to read, like to say there's a letter you got in the mail, you can go to document, like, like say you use short text, oh, this is a letter from, I, I got from Joe. And so I, then I, I want to save it. So I go to documents, and I snap a picture of it and then it'll OCR it and read it to me that I can you know, save it or whatever. Or you can have it back to you in a different language. Yeah, uh-huh. you can pick and- different languages. What's after document product? Then product product, product. which is That's a UP, uh, barcode scanner mm-hmm. yeah. that uh, will scan the the, the the. I don't UPC. use that very often. Have you to see if it says item not found or? Well, let me usually find stuff. I, I don't use it very much. Not, it does lie on, on the camera for that. Here's a box of something. All these rely on the camera, so it does require some good lighting, which does make a difference. Uh, Which way is the bottom? (laughs) Usually it's near the bottom. If it's a box, usually on one of the sides or or the bottom. If it's a bag like chips, it's usually by the seam somewhere on the back towards the bottom. It ain't finding it. It should say box of pop tarts. Anyway, yeah. we have that's the barcode scanner. A lot of times it will. It, you got to get it just right. It goes, and then yeah, it, it has to again use the camera, so it has to have time to find it, process it, and tell you what it is. Right, and it tries to search on the on the internet. You know, is what's trying doing. You know. So if you're in Wi-Fi, et cetera, but okay, then you have a person. A person. Oh, that's a fun one. Take a picture of yourself and it'll try to describe go what ahead. you look like. Go ahead, Terry, go ahead. Take a picture and it'll say like man, 50 beard or whatever. It says one zero, one face, one face, one face near left edge, one face, one face near center. One take fo- a picture. Well, when it says near we'll center, take a picture. Yeah. Zero well, faces. I got it. Channel, person, adjustable. Switch the front camera. Face recognition. Button. Well, let me switch the f- switch the front camera. Button. Front camera. One face. One face near bottom edge. One foot away. One face near center. Face recognition. Take picture. Button. Take picture. Processing. Sixty-year-old man with black hair, looking neutral. Sixty-year-old <laughs> Are man. Are you sixty? Sixty. <laughs> I'm still fifty-nine. 
<laughs> or no, I'm still 58 all this year. Yeah, I'm still 59. I'm not 68 either. I think that's fun. My grandkids like to play with it because sometimes it'll say they're older than they're they supposed to be. Oh, but, uh, then the next thing was that uh, four, one, two, three, four. Face recognition is all I can tell you. What's next? Hold on. Just wipe up. Yeah, you did. Person. Currency. Currency. Money. Money. They did an update. I don't know if it's on everybody's phone, but on my iPhone 13, it, it says that it will identify any paper currency worldwide. Oh, wow. Hmm. So, so lay out your Japanese yen there, Terry. I don't have any. You're, you're <laughs> Brazilian, buddy. Uh, Go to China, get some Monopoly money or something. Too bad yeah, it won't count like foreign change because that's one that I have no idea. You know, I know our nickel dime. Well, it, it, it only does paper money. Yeah. What I find works with that is if you lay your, your, your dollar bill on a table and you lay your phone right on top of it and you just lift it up and by the time you get it about four inches away, it'll tell you what the dollar bill is. Then once you have that sweet spot, you can like type, you know, swipe it out and put another one down. Swipe it up, put another one down. Sometimes, sometimes it'll tell you whether it's back facing. Yeah, it'll it'll tell you front or back too. <laughs> if you want that way, that way, if you, just, if you need to face your bills the same direction, you can do that. Yeah, I mean, it would come. It comes in handy if you were going to put it into, like, say, a money changer. You know, you got to put the bill in face up, or you know, at least a vending machine of some kind. Right. Well. Right. Well, if you have a, a bill changer, the customer puts the bill in in the particular way. So because of the nature of the customer doing that, all your bills will face the right way anyway. It's just once you grab your handful of bills and take it to your office, some part of the stack may be up, some may be down. So, but, but yeah, well, it's, per, it's pretty handy to scan your dollars that way. I don't usually have dollars, so I don't you know. I don't Times have... when you put the dollar in, if it's not facing the right way, like in a vending machine, it'll shoot it back out at you, too. So right. you just keep flipping it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, after the currency, what do we have? Scene preview. A scene preview. Now, this is also a live video feed right or, or right. do you need to snap a picture um no oh well let's see channel adjust the take picture button quick help button. you can take okay so on the scene preview help. you do no. need to snap picture. a picture channel right i think you have to take a picture button. quick help button take picture. yeah yeah take a picture go do that panel scene oh, preview go ahead and see. take picture button let's quick see. help button menu a quick help but take picture there button. it is Let's see here. Let's take a picture here. Take the explore photo. Probably a red mug on a table. It's Probably a, a red mug on a table. On a table. Yeah, it's my coffee. And if you're outdoors, it would try to describe what's outdoors. Explore photo yeah. button. World preview. World. World. That's the new one that's not, it's only on iPhone 13 and above, as far as I know. Yeah. It's not on my 10. I, I haven't checked. I have an 11, but if you got an 11 or 12, I don't know if it's on there, but it's on my 13. This was new, but it even that it just popped on there like last week. But you can actually 
hold your phone up. Spatial summary button. Quick help button. Spatial summary button. Play speaking button. Let's see here. It's, and so because it doesn't say take a picture, it's probably like a live video stream, but you probably still need to what, hit the button to analyze it or something. Well, I didn't have to do that before. But since you're not outside, will it do it or will it still Just describe the inside the house? Yeah. Place beacon button. Spatial summary. Place beacon button. Spatial summary button. Place beacon? Huh. Spatial summary. It's got a Menu. different selections there, like you got a proximity sensor button. Proximity sensor, which I read up, if you hit that, it will vibrate or beep if you're close to close to something. Oh yeah, you were saying that acted like a, a sonic mini guide. Button. Spatial uh, summary button. Quick help button. Selected proximity sensor button. I hit it. Oh, is it, it is vibrating. Is it vibrating when you get close to something? Yeah. All right, cool. So, and for for people who aren't familiar, I know we talked about it before. The Sonic Mini Guide is a device where it uses sound waves. If you point it at something, it'll vibrate if you're within range. And if you like sweep left or right, so you're sweeping to the left or right of that object, it will stop. It's kind of silly. It 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 vibrates. It it vibrates. Oh, now said person, but. Uh, it vibrate. It vibrates. The closer you get to something, the more it vibrates. It's almost continuously vibrating. Well, I'm pretty close to my. I, I know the Sonic Mini Guide doesn't increase the vibration. It will just vibrate. Vibrate. When it stops vibrating, then you can go that way. I don't know what place beacon is, but spatial summary button spatial spatial summary. summary i think that's what you were on last time when you saw what, spatial summary computer. Uh, it's still but even though i hit that space uh, spatial uh, thingy it's still vibrating color gray world preview world preview if i flick to the left Place beacon. Button. It's got place beacon. If you flick to the left again, spatial summary button. Spatial summary. Quick help. Button. Quick help, and then proximity sensor. Proximity button. sensor. Menu button. And menu. Menu world. Channel. It's got color. Co- it's a color identifier. Uh, handwriting. It does menu. handwriting. Light. And it's a light sensor. And of course, a light. You can hear the tone. The higher pitch, the brighter it is. The lower the pitch, the darker it is. So you can point it towards the window or towards a lamp, and then we'll get nice and high pitch. The light's on. And that's on my desk. Right. <laughs> I'm sure I don't have anything to, to play with the handwriting or... Nah. Or, other one so let's let's go ahead and we'll call it a, a day on that gray it's on my now, there's so many i mean we could go into each one and really do a whole the, show the, about the color again right. it uses the camera it, it it relies on the ambient light so it depends on how well lit you are it may not always be accurate on colors but it, it'll give you an idea of, of something right uh, it said gray. It was on my mouse pad, not my hair. 
Yeah. I wish it would say like if it's striped or plaid or right. pattern, pattern, you know, maybe yeah. polka dot. Yeah. But they haven't got that far yet. <laughs> no. Well, let's go ahead and uh, if we need to, if people are interested in covering some of the things that we didn't, or if you need more information on something that we did cover, send us an email and we'll definitely put something together. If you have questions about uh, technology, devices, things we do, let us know that. But for now, it's time to read an email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? And thankfully, it's a short one. To you, cool hosts, Keith, Terry, and Jill, my husband came crashing home through the door and said, pack your bags, I just won the lottery. So I said, oh, wonderful. Should I pack for the beach or the mountains? He replied, I don't care what you back for. Just get out. He didn't want to share his money with that woman. Same <laughs> <Ow>. with hell. <laughs> Hello. My name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, Stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Avon calling. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Avon calling. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300. North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois. 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T E R R Y S M I N I M A L L.com. Or call my store at 618 471. Nine zero eight eight. Thank you. Anyway, there's that. So let's do our closing thoughts here. Yeah. I've got a final thought. Your dog may understand a few commands, but how many? Forks, do you understand of his? Your dog might be smarter than you are. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know there's only two times a man doesn't understand a woman before marriage and after marriage? Well, whenever we were kids, my brother and I would come home from riding our bikes. Mom would give us an apple or something and tell us to go out and ride the bikes again. Apparently, we were big at the recycling. Riding your bikes, cycling again. Ah. <laughs> yeah.
Did you know the Pentagon was originally going to be a square, but the contractors just kept cutting corners. <laughs> it was chasing that chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can listen to Thunder after lightning to see how close you came to being struck. If you don't hear it, never mind, you got hit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, there we go. Oh. Uh, try going into a bookshop and asking if they have any copies of learning how to deal with rejection without resorting to violence. <laughs> Can that be All done? Right. <laughs> hmm. I am friends with 25 letters of the alphabet, but I don't know why. <laughs> ah, why? Why? <laughs> Rainbows are just to look at, not to understand. <laughs> yeah. Profound. <laughs> well. <clears throat> Yesterday, my brother, he told me he had a body of a Greek god. Yeah. I had to give him the bad news. Buddha is not Greek. <laughs> Uh, my parents never had a lot of money when I was growing up because I always knew where they kept it. <laughs> That's pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> The wind is like the air. It's only pushier. <laughs> Pushy air, huh? Yeah. I never go anywhere without my collection of books of maps. I would be lost without them. Lost without your maps. Ah! I'm getting some bad ones today. <laughs> I was arrested at the airport. The, apparently, the uh, uh, security doesn't like it when you yell out shotgun before you order, huh? order the airplane. <laughs> Go to ride shotgun, huh? <laughs> yeah, they, they also don't like it when you see your friend named Jack and say, Hi, Jack! <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any more. I could probably go on, but I'm going to stop with Terry and another. <laughs> oh, I got a couple more, I think. I used to be, I was addicted to the hokey pokey, but I turned myself around. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a... A balanced diet 
is a cookie in each hand. Yeah, I'll go for that. <laughs> that kind of brings us to the end of our show where we'd like to sign off. As listeners, your host Keith saying, hey, thanks for listening. See you next week. Tell a friend about us. Give us a rating and review at any of the podcast directories you find us on. Visit our webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com, and comment on any of the show notes. Leave us an email. Give us your funny story. We'd like to hear about it. Ask a question. And come back next week when Jill says... Hey, listen to my words. Let's start with the letter E. <laughs> It'll be a mystery. Mystery. Of what they are. <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> you can send us an email at no, tsf at that's funny.com. Thank you.